Hey hoes and welcome to another episode of Morning Cup of Hope Podcast. Thank you so much for coming back. So I want to talk to y'all today about honoring our emotions. I feel like every single episode I keep saying how we should honor our emotions and I said that's really the purpose of the podcast as a whole but I never really talked about what it meant. So I want to talk to y'all about that today. So honoring our emotions is all about being honest with ourselves and being honest with others about how we feel and what we want. And I feel like there's a few different steps when it comes to honoring our emotions. So that's really what we're going to talk about and jump into. So the first step of honoring our emotions is really being able to identify and understand our emotions. So I feel like that is so important because it really helps us understand ourselves and form relationships. So that's just really being able to understand what our feelings mean, what we're feeling in the moment and things like that. So I want to start off with a question how are y'all feeling right now and I really want y'all to think about it like really honor your emotions think about how you're feeling in this moment and I'll give y'all a second to think about it all right I feel like that was long enough so when you were thinking about how you were feeling did you say that you were happy sad angry afraid surprised or disgusted Because if you use one of those words, like those are so common, like those are really common words that we use when it comes to describing our emotions or our mood, but they're really not that descriptive. So they don't necessarily accurately describe how we're feeling in the moment. And I realized that when I was going to therapy that I didn't have a good vocabulary when it came to discussing my emotions. So I'll give you an example of why those words aren't really that descriptive. So for instance, say that you're at work and it's this coworker that's been there like a year. Like say you've been at your job for five years, this coworker's been there for a year and they just got a promotion. So if somebody asks you how you felt about that promotion, you might say like, I'm angry. But really, like, why are you angry? So are you resentful because you feel like that position should have been yours? Do you feel rejected or are you in disbelief? Because you're like, girl, that person ain't even been here this long. Like they didn't deserve that position or even like a happier situation. Like say that your husband washed the dishes before you came home for work. So somebody asked you how you felt about that. You may say that you were happy. But really, when you dig deeper into it, you may realize you're appreciative because you're happy that your husband washed those dishes or you feel relieved like you've been thinking about those dishes all day at work you were driving home like dang I really don't want to do those dishes so when you walk through the door and you realize your husband did it you feel so relieved because you don't have to do it anymore or do you feel astonished because you're like okay my husband never washed the dishes like what does he want like all of those words are more descriptive than just saying like happy sad angry mad like all of those words kind of dig deeper into what you really mean so I think it's so important to understand how you're feeling to be able to describe it and being able to describe the way we feel really helps us understand our emotions and work through them so I went to therapy well I've been going to therapy but I went last week and she was asking me to describe my emotions which I thought was so hard but let me kind of tell y'all the scenario that we was talking about so at my job is real weird like I have three different bosses so I found out that one of my bosses was talking to the other boss about me kind of saying some stuff that she didn't like saying some things that I needed to do better and things like that so my therapist was like okay so how did that situation make you feel and I was just telling her I was like no I was mad like I was really mad in that situation and of course she a therapist and she trying to pull it deeper like figure out how I really felt so she pulled out this um thing called the Berkeley Wellbeing Institute printable list of emotions which I feel like all y'all should look at because I was like girl I didn't even know it was this many emotions so I'm like okay okay 
but she told me to look at it and really dive into how I was feeling using those emotions. So after I looked through it, she made me put like little stars by each emotion that I felt in that situation. So afterwards, I realized the emotions that I was feeling were powerless and powerless because she's my boss. So I was feeling like if she was saying I wasn't doing a good job, nobody was going to think I was doing a good job. Then I was surprised because I'm like, I talk to her all the time and she's never brought up these concerns to me. So why is she saying stuff about it now? Then I felt self-critical because I'm like, I already feel like I'm not doing well sometimes. So the fact that she's bringing it up and saying that I'm not doing a good job, it must be true. And then last but not least, I felt worried because I'm like, she's the boss. So if she doesn't think I'm doing a good job, then what does that mean? That I'm going to get fired. So I was really stressed out about that situation. And just me saying I was mad that didn't really dig into why I was feeling the way I was feeling what I was really feeling in that moment so being able to break it down into more descriptive words made me really think about it and having those words it really helped me understand how I was feeling and how to deal with those emotions and how I react to emotions so the next step that my therapist was like okay so now that you know exactly how you were feeling how do you generally deal with those emotions and what I realized is when I feel powerless and when I feel worried, I'm the type of person to try to avoid the whole situation. So my next step, because she was like, so what are you planning on doing with the situation? I told her, like, I'm going back to my job. I'm scheduling a meeting and I'm going to be like, look, if I need to find a new job, let me know. Like, whatever is, you know, it's whatever. Like, I can go for real today. And she was just like, Imani, why would you jump to that step? Like, why don't you figure out, you know, what you need to do better so that you can get a better rating next time or whatever? And like literally that never crossed my mind. Like the first thing I was like, I'm getting up out of there. Like I'm avoiding the whole situation. I'm leaving. And if we would have never really broke down the specific words of how I felt, I would have never been able to realize like that's how I react. And it's like, that's how I react in a lot of situations. So I want y'all to kind of think about maybe a time when you had a situation like that, that you reacted in a certain way. Or you, you really didn't know how to describe your emotions and you, then you just reacted without even thinking about it. How did that make you feel? What could you have done better? Because now that I know that when I feel powerless and worried, I avoid, I can actually take that into account. So the next time I feel like that, I can be like, okay, Imani, you usually avoid these situations, but right now we really need to sit down and figure out what we can do to get better instead of avoiding it. Because avoiding it isn't going to make anything better. I'm just going to move on. Like if I was to quit, I'm going to move on to another job and then be in the same situation. And I really don't want that to be the case. So the words that we use matter like and it could be hard to express our emotions because we don't always have the words and like I said that's why I would recommend everybody to pull that Berkeley well-being list of emotions because looking through those emotions like it really made me realize that I don't express myself well which I already knew but there's more words to describe how I'm feeling that would relay that message to people a lot better than I was able to do so back to how y'all are feeling what words can y'all use to describe your mood right now? Like, think about it. Like, if you were saying you were happy, you were sad, you were angry, you were disgusted, like, those basic words, what words can you use right now that you generally don't use that will more accurately describe how you're feeling? And I'm going to give y'all a second to think about it. So for me, when I was thinking about this, two words that I can use because obviously like I was thinking the same thing like I'm happy like I'm in a good mood whatever 
but I think two words that can really describe how I'm feeling right now one enthusiastic because I'm really excited about this podcast and then also optimistic about this podcast like I feel like it's going in in a good direction I have some people listening so I'm feeling good so that better portrays how I feel rather than just saying I'm happy So that's just all about really understanding your emotions and being able to express them. So I think the next step after that is really allowing yourself to feel your emotions. And I know you may be like, girl, like when I'm sad, I'm sad. But the thing is, a lot of times we try to categorize emotions as good or bad. And there's no such thing as a bad emotion. Like Emotions are just that, emotions. And a lot of times when we try to categorize them, we try to avoid what we deem as the bad emotions. So that for instance, that could be like, if you're um, angry and you're about to cry, because I know for me, like I'm an angry cry. Like when I get real pissed off, you might catch me, you know, shedding a little tear or something. So like when you feel like, you know, you're in a bad mood and you're about to cry, but then you feel like, oh, I need to hold back this cry. Like, I don't want to feel it. Don't do that. Like, it's normal to cry. You need to understand that all emotions are valid and every emotion serves a purpose. Even if you don't want to feel it, maybe this is the time to sit here and think like, why am I feeling this emotion? Why am I really about to cry right now? I feel like it's a better situation to allow yourself to feel that and evaluate why you're feeling that way rather than just avoiding it altogether. Because avoiding it altogether, I feel like all is going to happen is eventually it's going to all pile up and you're not going to be able to control it and I know that's what happens to me because I be trying to act like I don't cry act like I don't be in my feelings but I be in my feelings so when I try to avoid that all of a sudden I just be crying I'm like girl why are you even crying so I feel like it's better to just address it now rather than putting it off so allow yourself to feel and express those emotions not just you know feeling it for yourself but being able to express it to others And I know it's hard because we don't necessarily want to be seen as weak or want to be seen as emotional. So we try to avoid it. And for me, like I've been with my husband for 10 years and I still struggle um, to talk to him about my emotions. And what I realized, though, is people who love you aren't judging your emotions. So there's literally no reason for me to be scared to talk to my husband about my emotions. Like he's not judging me. Like he's not thinking like, oh, she weak because she's crying. Like literally people are not judging you for your emotions. People that love you want you to feel comfortable and want you to be happy. And if they are judging you for your emotions, girl, you need to cut them off because obviously they're not really your friend. Like people who genuinely love you, genuinely care about you, they're not going to want you to suppress your feelings. They're not going to want you to not be able to cry when you need to. They want you to be happy so if crying is what you need to do in order for you to feel better then girl do it and cut them people off that don't want you to and then I think it's so important as well to just remember that you teach people how to treat you so if you don't honor your own emotions it's just so unrealistic to think that other people will because they won't even understand how to honor your emotions if you don't understand how to do it or if you're not willing to do it so if you don't tell people what's wrong they can't help And if you don't let somebody know when they upset you or, you know, they do something wrong, they won't know how to fix it. They don't know how to change their actions. If you don't tell them, you have to be able to vocalize that and honor what you believe, because if you don't, nothing's ever going to change. And everyone won't understand or even relate to your feelings. 
that doesn't make your feelings invalid and that doesn't mean you should express them. You should definitely still express them, but understand that they may not relate. For instance, my husband, Craig, like I said, we've been together for 10 years and he does not understand my anxiety at all, like at all. So I'll be telling him about how I feel sometimes and he just looking at me like he he can't relate. For instance, we was watching this TikTok video or I was watching a TikTok video and I told him about it. But it was this guy who was practicing something called rejection therapy, which is pretty much putting yourself in a situation where you're going to get rejected to kind of deal with your anxiety. But he was talking about he was going to a gas station and he was going to ask, you know, the clerk to put a dollar on the pump. So for him, that was very awkward because he's like, bruh, people are going to think I'm poor. Like they're going to be judging me, like blah, 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 like all these emotions. And I was in there agreeing with him. I was like, oh, my God, like that would be so awkward for me to do. Like, I don't think I can do that. And my husband was just looking at me like, what do you mean? Like, that's not awkward. It's literally just asking for somebody to put a dollar on the pump. Like, what's so awkward about that? So we sitting there going back and forth and I'm trying to explain why it's awkward to him and he genuinely could not understand. But at the end of the day, even though he couldn't understand my emotion, he was still sympathetic to it to understand. So in a lot of situations like that, when he knows that I'm uncomfortable, he will do things for me. So if it was a case when all we had was a dollar and we had to put it on the pump, like he would be the one to go do that because he understands that things like that make me uncomfortable. So people who love you would be willing to honor your emotions and help you through those emotions, but you have to be willing to honor them yourself and speak up for yourself. So at the end of the day, you should just honor your emotions, your wants, your needs, and your desires, because we can only control what we say and do. We can't control how other people react to it, how other people feel. And honestly, that's on them how they feel. If all you are doing is honoring your emotions and they get upset, that's on them. And I think it's so important that when you're trying to start honoring your emotions, obviously it's not going to be easy. Like I still struggle to talk about my emotions. Like I know that it's important, but I still struggle. So start off slow. Don't just be, you know, trying to tell everybody about every feeling you have. Like even if it's something simple, like journaling every day to write out your emotions. I think starting with something like that will make you feel comfortable enough to at least understand what your emotions are. So when you try to express them to somebody, you know confidently, like this is what I'm trying to express. Or even going to therapy. Like I think that's really one of the reasons that I went to therapy was because I don't know how to express my feelings and I wanted to be able to work through that and it's so much easier talking to a third party and working through that so even if that's what you need to do before you start talking to your family and friends just take small steps that are going to help you start to honor your emotions because you're going to feel so much better when you do and I think the last thing is just be proud of your progress like if all you do is journal your feelings and that's all you're able to do. Like you haven't been able to talk to anybody about your feelings yet. Be proud of your progress and don't compare it to anybody else. Just because say I start, you know, being able to talk about my emotions and I'm like, oh, I'm a pro with this. If you're still writing that journal and that's all you can do, be proud of that because it's your journey. You don't want to compare it to anybody else's. So that's all I had to say, hoes. So remember, honor your emotions. Ho. 
honor your emotions. Like, that's what we're going to do this year. Thank you so much for coming to this episode of Morning Cup of Ho. I look forward to seeing y'all again next week. And don't forget, please, please, please like, share, follow, leave a little review because I want to see how y'all are feeling. Like, let me know if this is useful for y'all, if y'all vibing with the content, like if y'all want to hear something specific, like let me know because I get so excited when I see the little reviews. Like I got like 11 reviews or something and it's making me feel real good about my life. So um, yeah, I look forward to talking to y'all. Follow me on Instagram at Morning Cup of Hope Podcast and on Facebook too. Like I got a little Facebook page so y'all should follow me or join the page. I look forward to interacting with y'all. I look forward to continuing to do this podcast. So once again, thank you so much for coming to Morning Cup of Hope Podcast. I look forward to seeing y'all next week. Peace.